Can y'all hear me good? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, y'all sound fine. I got my headphones in now. Y'all right. heard about um Ron Paul? Oh, yeah, I, I saw that. Yeah, Did he have a stroke on camera? I just saw the video. I didn't see the video. I just heard, like, uh, people talking about it. Mm -hmm. well, yeah, so. apparently he had a stroke on a live stream. Yeah. Oh, oh wow. Yeah. I, I saw the video. I, did, I wasn't watching the live stream, but, you know, I saw the video somebody posted, and I was like, oh, damn, that is, that is legit, like, strokeish. You know, like, um, started yeah. rambling incoherently, and yeah, then the stream went off. Yeah, man, it's weird how yeah. we're just fucking sacks of meat with an electric current running through, like, the small part that runs all the other pieces of meat and sinew and whatever the fuck. And, like, that shit can just, well especially at our age start to break down and we have people yeah. who as a profession are like oh yeah i know how this thing works but we don't really fucking know how this shit goes yeah i mean it's strange how like the entire situation we're also like time binded and now but you know always living in the past and projecting into the future and then other motherfuckers want to tell us like, oh man, after all, after all the electric current dies down, then you go to this place or this place <laughs> or no place at all. It's like, yo, like, oh man. Yeah, I, I like, I'd like to go back on some like primitive shit. Like, I'd like to just go back to like picking berries all day. Maybe finally like get real happy when you find a couple of, like nuts <laughs> on the ground, and then just like you know, do that for two hours, and then just chill and hope a saber tooth mm -hmm. tiger doesn't fuck you up, or whatever type or... of creatures, a hippopotamus or some shit, you know. Uh, I think you're. Uh, don't bring you, you working forty hours a week. I think you're undercounting the berry picking time, but otherwise, I think you're right. Uh, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's still it's still closer to Put that. In a like, good two hours picking berries, like all right, nigga, I'm yeah. done for today. <laughs> <laughs> right, dog, hey, dog, they ain't got no berries right now. You know what I mean? <laughs> How you do with the you, fish? You guys know, you guys know, you, you guys know uh, what's his name? Neil deGrasse Tyson, right? <laughs> yeah. Not personally, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Nah, he, you guys. Uh, so, just listening to you, you know, us talking about, uh, or listening to you talk about, you know, your so your health situation and doctors and all that stuff, just made me think about something that I always kind of think about every once in a while. Um, he was talking about, and I'll make this like real short. Basically, he was talking about how doctors are not perfect, right? And he asked the question. He was like, you know, um, he said, say, you know, say the doctor told you you got you got cancer and so, some type of cancer and you got six months to live. Right. And he said, um, so he was talking about how, you know, you know, if you're religious, um, you know, most people will, you know, do their religious thing and they'll say their prayers and da 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 da. And then he said, so he said, he said, say six months pass by and you're still living. Right. And he was like, he was like, uh, so so basically he he wants to know why the the first thing people think so so when you when you get those results and they they figure out that just you're okay and you're not gonna die 
people think that that's God, right? But he said he said the first thing you should be thinking about is maybe that doctor um, misdiagnosed you or didn't understand what what your situation was. Mm. So it was it, it was it was just kind of you know getting you to see that these people make mistakes and why why think about this why 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 the first thing is oh god healed me or those prayers work but why? the first thing you should be thinking about well maybe that doctor just made a mistake <laughs> yeah. why frame it in so one i always kind of think about another. that yeah yeah because that's the most that's the most probable or most likely answer i think you know we're humans and they don't understand everything I think um, I either saw a TV show or a movie or something with a plot with something like that. Like uh, this guy thought he was going to die. So he ended up doing some horrible shit and Mm -hmm. then like turned out he wasn't going to die. So he had to live with the consequences of what he did or something like that. Um, I either watched that or read something. That's probably what I'd do. Mm. I'll be on some real accelerationist shit like, (laughs) like really fuck up my life. It was like, if you got, if the doctor's like, yo, you got three months to live, of course you go get a second diagnosis and all that type of shit. Yeah. I I mean, I don't know who, like, the first thought is going to be like, oh my God, you know, like I'm about to die, but who, uh, I guess it's it's a privileged thing to say that go get a second diagnosis because, you know, a lot of people don't just have access to doctors, but, but you know, what, what I'm trying to say is, uh, Calm the fuck down, Neil deGrasse Tyson. Why you always gotta talk about some shit? Like always with science, always with <laughs> bringing back to science. Like, yo, man, like just go fucking look at some stars. <laughs> Relax, Neil deGrasse Tyson. I-, I swear to God, I'm tired of it. Like every time you you see a tweet, you be like, oh well, actually the sun wouldn't rise at a time like this. It's like, yo, man, just fucking relax. Yeah, yeah. He's like yeah. one of those. Yeah. He's like one of those hip hop heads. That is like that always has to bring it back to like some. But what about Rock Kim? It's like, yo, man, just like let the kids enjoy their shit. <laughs> well, you know what it is? I, I think he's trying to uh, he's trying to appeal to the new generation. You know, he's trying to make science cool. So I guess he yeah. he got to he got to tweet something every now and then. Yeah, I'd rather I don't know. I just be hate you. You guys know me, man. I, I like to hate on all the popular people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, and like Neil deGrasse Tyson, I just I, I saw him on Joe Rogan, and it's like, yo, could you just have a conversation instead of have a conversation, listen to what's being said, and reply instead of trying to say something every time. Like every chance he gets, he want to drop a fact or some shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Calm down, Neil deGrasse Tyson. Yeah, that, that can get oh, annoying, I think, in the interview. Yeah, I'll be doing that shit too. Maybe that's why I hate on it. <laughs> I get hey, it yo, though. Tea, like man, when you, uh... you, oh no, go ahead, Mega. I was gonna say, man, like uh, since I got you on the phone, I know I already told you, but congratulations on the twenty k, man. That's just tight. Oh yeah, 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 man. You know, um, I I don't know, I don't know how to feel about it because like, it, you know, part yeah, of me what is, is like, what is this? Oh, that's oh, oh. so Tokyo speaks hit twenty k downloads. Oh, I thought a nigga fell into some money. I was like, yo, that shit's tight. Oh, hey, <laughs> oh I wish. That's why I'm congratulating him and shit. That's, you that's, know, but yeah, yeah, yeah that's dope. Laptop. That's the real 20K I want. <laughs> no doubt. Nah, but no, uh, I was saying that. That's really dope. Yeah, I was like, you know, 
part of me is like, okay, that's dope because, you know, at least people, you know, I, I stuck with this and I've been consistent and, you know, people are still listening. Um, but then it's like, all right, what's the, what's the new goal now? Cause I'm like, I think I'm at the point where I don't care about downloads anymore. You know what I'm saying? Like, what's the new goal? Like, like you know, I gotta, so that's what I'm kind of working on right now. Yeah, like at the end of the day, like the the numbers are dope because it lets you know that, you know, the content that you spend so much time on and so much time and effort on is at least being received. Like if you put in all the work and, you know, exactly. five people listen to your shit, then that's kind of that's not a real good incentive to continue with it. But I guess exactly. at a certain You're point, right. it's yeah. like it's like the downloads is like if it's like what's what's the real difference between 20K and 100K if it. You know what I mean? Like, what what, what is the real yeah. difference there? And in the grand scheme of yeah. things, you know, like 20K, like big podcasts get 20K listens in like the first 20 minutes and shit. So like, exactly. You know, like, and that's what do you, I what kept that in my head, it? too. So I was like, yeah, yeah. It's like, what, yeah. what's what's what is that compared to like, you know, Joe Rogan or <laughs> some of these right. mega huge podcasts? Yeah, I, for, for me, the thing is more like, I also don't I don't view it as like an endeavor that I'm going to like get rich off of and eventually uh, translate into some way of being like, you know what I mean? Like, it's not a job for me. It's like a hobby. And so if the hobby yields like better relationships with people in the community or even money or opportunities, then that's kind of dope, too. And so, like, yeah, yeah man, I, I, I mean, I think. Uh, especially over the last year with the rebrand and uh you know the website launch and all the recognition that you're getting i think that man like the 20k is just kind of a reminder uh of all the work that you've done and i think that that's a really dope accomplishment man the podcast sounds incredible when i listen to you i'm like yo i don't even know this nigga man like why is he talking like that like you are so cool collected it's such a professional podcast and it's just it's just really dope to see, man. You you really you really have uh, created like an entire aesthetic for for the podcast, and I and I dig it a lot. So congrats, man. Peace. Appreciate it, man. Yeah, man. I mean, and you know, I, I what I think what I'm most uh, proud of is just you know I, I think we both have similar goals because I you know like you said I'm not trying to get rich off this. It's just trying to build this um this sense of community that like when you listen to my podcast you know even if you know it might take you a few episodes but if you, if you listen to i don't know 10 to 20 of the episodes you might see that there's a connection with all these people like you know um cause, you know one thing i try to do in episodes early is early in the episode is uh establish that connection or like uh let that connection be known so how i met this person and so you can see that all right he knows this person that person that he knows knows this person you know so trying to build that sense of community word well good shit man good but uh you know i want to i want to give a shout out to you know all of my guests too and all of you know you mega too my host uh so now I'm I'm having um different hosts on, you know, before I had Shock, you know, Chocolate Buddha, who was my like my permanent co-host. But once he dropped off, once he quit, I've been having different hosts on now. And, you know, I I don't 
like I don't see myself as this like big um I don't like this big talker. So I mean, yeah, I, I I prepare for episodes and I try to have I try to give some insight, you know, throughout the episode or or maybe ask the right questions. But you know, I, I really like when my guest hosts can hold the conversation and you know kind of uh yeah bring, bring a different um bring a different perspective to what we're talking about and, and you did that with the most recent episode with um with the homie arthel isom you know okay yeah so, man that was dope that was fun yeah yeah and if you don't know who arthel isom is he's the uh first well he's the first foreigner to own a anime studio here in japan so yeah, he's the black man, man. So that was really dope yeah. yeah, yeah. All the recognition that he's getting is pretty crazy too. Like, um, you know, people, people. Uh, after I posted it, people hit me up on my personal social media stuff. Like, yo, that's dope. That's crazy. Like, I saw this guy on, you know, this video, and I'm like, yeah, man. Community out here is really wild, and it was, you know. So hopefully, uh, you know, more people are aware of how dope that guy is. Yeah, you know, he, he said something about making waves in the black community, making waves out here. And I didn't really think about it until I was editing and I was listening to it. And I was just like, yeah, we really are, man. Like, if you think about just like, you know, him, Arthur Isom, you, you know, cats that have been here for a long time, Baye McNeil, Dante Carver, um, what's my man uh, named Dan... The guy at Fox, uh, Dan, I forgot his last name. Yeah, but, you know, like a long story short, we, we've been making a lot of waves. You know, Ayana, you know, with the stuff she's Brooklyn doing over Terry. there at Osaka. Brooklyn Terry, Brooklyn of course, Terry. can't forget Brooklyn yeah. Terry. Yeah. If, if, you, if you think about it all as a uh, as a collective, um, we're really uh, doing some good things out here, I think. Right. Right. And the community, and especially like uh, the black expat community, has grown substantially. Uh, and maybe maybe grown is not the word for it, but it seems much more connected now. And um, yeah, it, it seems it seems like there are spaces where there we congregate, and uh, it makes it seem like mm -hmm. it's more not not so much like we're all intentionally moving towards the same thing. But there's a, a there there's a kind of unity that I sense when I uh, look around and watch videos like Daryl's video that show just like everybody in that. And I was just like, oh man, like, like Shorty is, is, you know, a dancer. Like I know her from Speakeasy, you know what I mean? Katie, which is like, oh, there she is. It's like doing it. So yeah, it's dope, man. Yeah. It's, really, it's really dope. It's incredible. Well, a word, word. Wish you were here late. Yeah, man. Just come back. Yeah, just come back. Just drop everything and just get on the plane, you know, my nigga. <laughs> Coronavirus is done over here too, man. Like it's like we don't have it anymore. Apparently, people act <laughs> like we just be chilling. I know. Yeah, I've been. Uh, I'm still, I'm still home, but yeah. I've been seeing that. Like uh, y'all doing straight. Australia had like 13 cases all over the country. It's yeah, just uh, a, certain I, places that, uh, well, actually, I think this whole thing is, uh, as a whole, is dying down, but there's, like, a lot of flare-ups happening all around the world right now. 
Yeah, it doesn't seem like we'll be back to like any sense of like no normalcy anytime soon. Uh, and by normalcy, I don't. Yeah, I mean just like pre-corona. You know, all the world's ills are still continuing, wildfires and all that shit. But um, it, yeah, I don't. I don't see it kind of ending anytime soon. It's just the coronavirus situation over here is being really kind of normalized to the point where people are starting to go out and do things again but the social distancing is kind of either hard-coded in people's heads or the businesses are have established like the parameters of operation in response to coronavirus or, or people just don't give a shit and it's just not as widespread for it to really explode out here like i, I went to tokyo love hotels a couple weeks back and you know uh, a, a bunch of people were wearing masks but a lot of people were not. There definitely wasn't social distancing going on. They held that event? I still don't know. A, yeah, man. There's a lot of events going on these days. Or I wouldn't say a lot, yeah. but there's more events are popping Quite a up. Few. More things are happening. But yeah, Tokyo Love Hotels, um, like maybe three weeks ago. And, um, you know, it was a, it was Yo, a cool I, event. Uh, it was my first time going. Yeah, I would uh, think twice about going to that event in normal times. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, uh, I stayed for about an hour, maybe an hour and a half at the most. But yeah, not real. You know, I don't want to throw them under the bus as like, you know, not following the rules or some shit like that. Because, you know, they 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 were checking temperatures when people came in and, and you know, they were doing all the things. But, you know, you get people inside, get a couple of drinks and the social distancing rules kind of go out the window. But, you know, I, don't, I still don't know a single person in Tokyo that's contracted the coronavirus. I still don't know a single person in Tokyo that that knows a person that's contracted the, the coronavirus. And, you know, I've had enough conversations, not that I know a lot of people, but I just don't even see it on my social media stuff. So it, it's it, for the size of the city, uh, our numbers are shockingly low still. Like the other day, it was like yesterday, I think it was like 156 new cases. And so, yeah, we doing all right, I guess. Yeah, I'm, I'm still staying my ass in, in the house for the most part, but. You know, uh, I, I'm I'm more likely now to um, to go check out the, more than one homie. I, I'm I'm down to go meet you know a group of friends. Uh, whereas like two months yeah. ago, that would be that would be completely out of the question. Yeah, I wanted to say um, uh, when y'all were talking about the community out there, and especially uh, Cliff with um. Mm -hmm. the uh people you interact with like the uh expats uh especially these um more professional people who do a lot of networking and you know businesses mm -hmm. that interact with uh other people in uh these kind yeah. of ways where groups gather uh what what's what's it been like um with you know the lack of influx of new people coming in because i know it's like well i i've been seeing some reports where it's like oh this month or whatever today tourism's down like 99 percent or some shit like that is that shit noticeable and when you're just like moving through the city or have you like heard people talking about that like whether how they move in business is uh changed because of um, the lack of i don't know whatever yeah i mean i, I think um I, I think 
that I mean, a lot of businesses are struggling, obviously, but um, so I, I haven't heard any like in-depth stories about um, uh, like, you know, the difficulties of, uh, I guess, finding work. Um, but I, I know it's there. I know it's there. And I know a lot of people, you know, just from kind of like, I guess, my online community, my online network, I see people are, you know, people were, you know, especially like freelancers, entertainers, of course, they, 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 they've been struggling. But, you know, the community as a, as a whole, as far as the people I like um, communicate with online, they... They, they, I don't know. They, they're, I guess they're just trying to survive like everybody else. A lot of them have um, gone from, you know, gone more online instead. You know, everything used to be offline as far as like events. Mm -hmm. So now there's a lot of online events. You know, people are, I'm um, going live more or um, streaming, doing some type of streaming with Zoom and stuff like that. So I, I've. I'm always in tune and that that's that's a big way that I get my guests because I'm I'm always just like scouring the Facebook and Instagram and just, you know, looking for content, looking for people or keeping up with people, seeing what they're doing. So, um, yeah, that's that's pretty much like my my take on the international community and the people I mix it up with. And do you, uh, what am I trying to say? Like, uh, like I know before, like you would, um, you know, sometimes you'd have these, uh, I guess panels or something where either you'd be invited or you'd be one of the, uh, co-organizers putting it on where, uh, you know, you would speak or the a guest would speak and it's, um, yeah, it's like a real highlight on the, uh, expat community out in Tokyo and, uh, how, you know, they're contributing to the, uh, community in Japan as a whole with, well, I guess first are those kinds of things still happening and, second without those things um is it uh more difficult for you to find guests for your podcast or is doing has doing the podcast changed i know you know before with the raw urban mobile podcast it was uh, a bit the um i don't know how to say the the, the goal of the podcast was different, but now with the rebrand change that Tokyo Speaks, it's a it's a bit broader or um, or is it more focused? I don't even know. Uh, you you tell me, actually. What, what, what do you think about that? Um, I, I you know, that's something I've kind of thought about here and there. I, I don't hmm, have the goal change. Um, the theme has never changed. The theme has always been, it's always been about the community since day one. Um, but yeah, my my focus has kind of, uh, I guess I've sharpened my focus 
on in, in a few in a few ways um and one way is i mean i've, I've kind of talked about here and there is you know having more women on the show featuring more women um which i've now done that you know mm-hmm. so i'm um, you know I'm proud of that. You know, first year I had, I had like 10, like only 10% of my guests or less than 20% were women. And then I focused on that and I got it up to now. I think it's over 50% of my total guests have been women. Um, so I've kind of, you know, like sharpened my, my, my focus on certain things, but it's still ultimately about the community. And, um, you know, another focus that's always been there, but I try to maintain it is, you know, featuring black people, featuring, you know, black voices. And so that's, that should be somewhere around 50% as well. Those are the two main things, two main demographics that I, I try to make, I make sure I don't lose sight of that. And, um, but yeah, I would say recently I'm more, I'm starting, you know, with, you know, like Mega said, with the rebrand, the rebrand has kind of given me, um, more inspiration to make Tokyo Speaks and this podcast more than a podcast. Like now I'm starting to really see a vision that it can be more than a podcast. Um, so I'm just trying to think of ways to do that right now. Um, you know, I, I got, I'm working on some merch um, and now I think with guest wise, I'm I'm starting another focus of mine is to, and I've been doing this already, but to, to kind of do more of it is focus on people or groups or services or people who offer services that help the community. You know what I mean? Because expat community. Uh, you know, I'm just yeah, the help. Well, yeah, the expat community, but just the international community as a whole. So you know, I always try to not to um, exclude Japanese people because there are a lot of, you know, international minded Japanese people or people who just been abroad and they operate or they thrive more in this uh, international environment than they do in that Japanese, Japanese environment. Right. Word. So, but yeah, so I, I'm, I'm trying to offer, trying to bring more value to the show and make it more than just a podcast and so uh, but it's it's a lot of work now because I got a I got a new website <laughs> I got merch that I'm working on um you know I gotta I have a sponsor now oh so, shit you know I got, yeah so it, it's it's becoming like a real business <laughs> so with uh you know of course with merch you got to have like you know some other goals what what do you mean other yeah i'm goals? being quiet hmm. say that again what do you mean other goals uh so so you know once you get into the selling things and you know of course you want to be successful at that right so with with bringing merch into the the whole equation i mean i'm you know i have a background in marketing obviously i want to be successful at that and i'm trying and i think it can be like a little small brand out here you know just looking at you know the logo and um you know and shout out to jennifer piakowski uh 
making my logo. She, she's dope. And I, I'm, I've talked to her a few days ago about um, possibly like collabing again for, for, for merch. So like, you know, when I, when I think these, when I make uh, t-shirts, I want to, you know, kind of express some ideas to her and, and I want to keep it with her because she already knows, like when I went, when we went through the rebrand, she, you know, she's a professional designer. So she um, asked me certain questions, like the theme of the show and, you know, just all these things like colors and all that stuff. So she knows she has a great feel for the type of show and, and themes that I have with my show. So I, I want to put some shirts together and have her design, you know, make, 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 you know, designs and then, yeah, get them out there and see, see how well it does. But with that, you know, you, you have to market your stuff, right? So I mean, you just don't want to just throw it up there and be like, yeah, I got merch, but you want to have a plan. You want to have um, a strategy to uh, getting that brand out there. Mm. So that's what I'm saying is it's becoming more and more like a business It's becoming um, adding more to my plate now. And, you know, I, I, don't, I don't think I would have felt this way about I mean, I've always felt good about the content, but uh, visually speaking, you know, the branding is real strong, and, and it made it, get, it gave me kind of like some inspiration to really make this more than a podcast. Yeah, word the new imagery. Well, not n- new, new, but when the when the change happened, yeah, it's dope. And the name just makes more sense now because you know. I mean, you know, Raw, Raw Urban Mode podcast was, it, it was what it was. It was dope for the time, but. I mean, it made sense, especially with the, you know, it wasn't just a name like that. I mean, y'all were living that shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, at, at the end of the day, I think that it, it was it was a name that I started not to like that much because nobody could remember it. <laughs> so they would always mess it up. Mm. And. And then I, I, I hated the whole rump ac- acronym. Um, I, I liked it in the beginning, but I was like, I, I don't want people to know, call my podcast rump and then don't know what rump stands for. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> so then, you know, people be like, yeah, you know, yeah, you do that podcast, right? Urban Mobile. And I'll be like, it's fam, it's, it's raw urban mobile podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? So people would just mess it up all kind of ways and i'm just like man but yeah tokyo speaks i think it speaks more to the community it speaks more to the people not just us not just the van you know it's it's just it's just a better name overall i think simple that that's one thing i've learned about like branding and you know coming up with something that people uh, will remember is keep it simple, man. Don't try to do too much. Keep the name as simple as you can. I mean, What's going on with you out there, though? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. X dot blazing. Yeah, I wish. Is man. it still crazy out there? How's the corona situation in in Georgia? I mean, it was crazy a couple months back, right? It's hard to say, man. It's all relative. You know what I mean? Like with anything. 
you know, people are dying. People die every day, but people were dying before the coronavirus. And it's kind of like the same situation, like you said, with Japan, except it shouldn't because our numbers are fucking ridiculous or the numbers here are fucking ridiculous, I should say. Um, But yeah, people don't give a fuck for the most part, especially here Mm. in Georgia. And when I say people, I'm generalizing, but Mm. the government doesn't give a fuck. Well, the the governor doesn't give a fuck. So uh, Mm. I can't even tell if there are any restrictions anymore. Like uh, schools open back up. Uh, I know I don't think there are any like big events happening, but I think that's more people being responsible than any kind of restrictions going on. You know what I mean? I think like mm-hmm. the state is open pretty much. Yeah. Uh, I would like to visit next year sometime. Just hope everything is, uh, hope corona, uh, COVID is behind us by that time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, y'all I wanted like, to go back in December. Y'all were like, yeah, just hop oh. on a plane and come over. I was like, I could, but I can't. <laughs> yeah. 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 I don't even think I could get in right now. Yeah. I, I, I don't even think they let your people right. in right now to uh for tourism or tourism or short stays yeah. or whatever um it's one of the episodes i did recently with uh three people who you know were trying to either travel out of japan or to japan um and yeah they had some difficulties you know but they they, they were like um they 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 were more established here like they had, yeah they lived here or they were um, students uh, trying to leave and go back to their home country but their home country was shut down so that type of thing yeah they just but started yeah I mean, letting, and it's this group one. they just started letting people come back right people with um residents yeah 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 it's a group on facebook uh specifically for this situation um it's called I think it's called Return to Japan Support Group. Um, and that's actually where I got a few of my guests for that episode. Um, and they basically, people just uh, post about this situation um, and, you know, how they successfully got back to Japan or what was, you know, what, what was their situation, how they dealt with it and what, what transpired throughout that whole journey coming back or traveling out or something like that like i i i have a friend of mine she went she was kind of nervous about leaving but she ended up going to seattle um to visit her mom who you know has some i think medical issues or whatever but um but she just said fuck it and she left and but she was able to get back in so uh, they say if you for certain like I don't know. They they say if it's a humanitarian reason, which I don't know what what cases are defined as humanitarian, but um, that that you you should be able to get back in. So she got back in. So I I don't know what she put on her documents, but I know she told me herself that uh she her mom got some stuff going on, so she wanted to visit. Hello. Yeah, she got. I think Neil just came back. 
<clears throat> I think Neil just came back in the country too. Oh, he did. He just got back. Yeah, I think that's. Yeah, right. I think he's yeah. here now. I'm pretty sure he is. Dope. Yeah. Plus, man. Um, yeah. Uh, I don't want to be around nobody out here. I don't. I don't know no motherfuckers like that. And mm. I, I don't mean like. Uh, mm. I don't know anybody. I just mean the people I would bump into. Like even I don't like going to the supermarket because I like yo I don't know where the fuck you have been how you're living your life you're not wearing a mask right yeah. now mm. you know what I mean mm. yeah yeah and like we were talking about um bodies changing like uh like early in this shit it was like yo you know it's more dangerous for older people um you know relatively young people are gonna be fine. And that's played out pretty much. But also, we don't know any long-term effects. And like mm-hmm. I said, this shit could, like, change your physiology if you catch it. Like, I, you know, a nigga's, uh, a nigga's overweight. A nigga's not so young. I don't really need to be, you know, rolling mm-hmm. the dice, I feel like. Right. Yeah, I feel for like- me, For me, I, I felt like, you know, yeah, they were saying, it, it, you know, initially they were saying, you know, old people are more at risk. But then your young people started dying, right? So I think now, and I don't know, I could be wrong, but just what I've sensed is that I think that's that, that narrative has kind of switched from it's just, you know, old people are the, the ones that need to be more concerned. I think that switched to pretty much that if you got underlying health conditions right. you you need to be concerned right. you know so it yeah. doesn't matter what age you are you can be 59 68 or, or 35 but if you got some underlying conditions you need to be careful yeah yeah that's reasonable i'm just not down to roll the dice you know what i mean like what what happens if I already had coronavirus and all these allergies are just you know the, the response to the shit like it's crazy yeah, man like, exactly uh, it, it, who who knows like uh, my homie um, Diami got the coronavirus back in like um, I want to say like March late March or early April and you know he for him it was just kind of like a flu symptoms for a couple of days and then kind of cold symptoms but after that he still um, he didn't have his uh, like his palate like he couldn't taste food correctly for a whole minute so yeah that's yeah it's it's pretty wild man i i just heard my my cousin had it my sister told me a few days ago yeah my cousin is only i'm 30 i'm 39 my cousin is about my age you know she's maybe a year older than me so yeah same case she couldn't you know she couldn't taste anything she lost her sense of taste so it was yeah, she's young. And yo, it's it's wild because my grandma, my last living grandparent, the probably the oldest family member I have, she had coronavirus and she's fine now. Oh shit! Yeah, so yeah, that's the crazy yeah. thing. Fuck knows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but you know, also people are using like these type of anecdotes and also you know some of the material science to say that we overreacted or you know like you hear conspiracy theories going around it's like no nah, it's like really you know the situation could be handled a lot better and we've seen countries that handle it better it's not like we all said the corona like some people panic and said the coronavirus will kill us all type of shit. but it was it was never really 
like some super virus disease that was going to kill everybody right. but we see like the, the effects of the shit and it's like it's bad and it's like it's still important to exercise caution and try to yeah. um think about the community around you instead of just being selfish and i, I guess some people are thinking about the community when they're talking about the loss of jobs and and not being able to pay their bills because that is a real that's a real issue that affects a, a lot of people like the evictions that are going to be happening in the united states um you know the yeah. the job protections that are lost like it, it it really is just like a a, a global crisis and um on top of you know all the economic implications it is really tearing the world uh apart i don't know man like i really like i've lost work because of it like i i, I um i i wasn't feeling good like two thursdays ago and so i was i told my job i was like yo i'm not feeling good today my temperature is a little higher than normal because i told him that my temperature was higher than normal they fucking made me i couldn't work for like eight days and it's like damn like that's damn. Uh, you know that's that's like a, a quarter of the fucking month and it's and, and my temperature was gone like immediately after that phone call like it went away within like two hours but because because of the coronavirus situation i can't even take a sick day without losing fucking eight days of pay type of shit so it was nuts man it really is yeah for, for a lot of people that's why, like, if, if, you know, Neil deGrasse Tyson rolls up and tells me I got, like, six months to live, I might, I really might just start going nuts. And, <laughs> and, and, and so accelerationist uh, uh, revolutionary action or just dumb shit like, you know, stealing a PlayStation 5. Hey, that's yeah. right. <laughs> I'm waiting for that, man. That PlayStation 5, I'm all, all the little uh, lotto joints that they got going on out here i really want to get that thing like soon are you gonna cop it well yeah you know like i'm 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 a gamer but i'm not like some type of fanatic that you know buys all new games and shit like i I play free games but i do want that playstation 5 because never in my my life have i gotten a gaming system on launch when that shit came out you know when i was a kid (laughs) if you asked for the shit maybe you get it for christmas or your next birthday and as an adult, I never gave a fuck. But mm. since I'm out here and I got a little bit of money to do that and it's happening and I've been playing PlayStation 4, I'm like, yo, I'm going to cop this as soon as possible. So I'm on like, they're doing a lotto system for it. So I signed up for like Lobby, Yodobashi, Big Camera, Gale, mm. and a bunch of places. So hopefully I get one. They're not doing pre-sales just so out there? so I could have one. Well, the pre-sales, like the lotto is the pre-sale. Yeah. Mm. You you basically you basically um, you you apply for the lotto and then if you qualify then you can pre-order. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's kind of it's kind of it's kind of crazy. It's kind of wild, but you know, if Olympics. I don't get one, I'm not gonna. Be like, yeah, hey, shit. Uh, definitely for me, I, I'm watching Olympics on TV. I'll try to stay home if they come out here next year with that shit. Yeah, unless coronavirus situation drastically changes, yeah, I'm not being out there. Yeah, I'm not even hyped about uh, video games like that so much anymore. But I'm uh kind of interested in that PS5. What, I mean, what is it's it about not it? even. You know what, it's man? It's not a lot of technological changes, man. It's just not. Nah, so it's, I just uh. 
I uh, I started reading up on that Final Fantasy VII remake, and I kind of gassed myself up, like, oh, I actually need to play that shit. Mm-hmm. And there was one more game that was coming out yeah. that I was interested in, but I can't remember what it is now. Yeah, I'm not really so interested in any of, of the new games that they got coming out, but, you know, it is a slight step up in, in power, and it, the games look better, but... I just want to get it. I don't know. It's some dumb shit. Word. It's like a pair of Jordans. Like sometimes I just want to get a pair of fucking Jordans. And, and Yo, the free games look tight now, or like the free games are the most popular games. Well, that should be obvious, yeah. but it hasn't been like that. Uh, it feels like until recently, like even beyond your Fortnite. Yeah. What's what's that game everybody's playing now? Um, amongst Us or uh, something. Amongst Us, yeah, yeah. Do you fuck with that shit? Amongst Us, and that game's. No, I'm not playing that, but I am playing the, the the game that I'm playing is a free game. I've been playing Call of Duty Modern Warfare, but Amongst Us just blew up. Like that game's been out for a few years, but it just blew up recently. I don't even know what it's about though. It's some um You heard the the cart or the game Mafia, like the party game? Yeah. I think it's like that. Or Secret Hitler, whatever one of those mm. games. It's something like that. Yeah. Basically, somebody's. I saw a, a couple killer. memes about it. Yeah, yeah. I don't really know. Yeah. I'm not a. I'm not a. I'm not a real gamer. Bye, Cannon. Bye, guys. My 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 wife and daughter are going, uh, going out uh, to the park. Bye, little BB. Bye, Chi. Yo, um. Laces peace. We're already gone. I wanted to ask, like, um. Like obviously there's not as m- many events going on as before, and uh, T since you do the the pod, and you know Mega obviously, uh, how are y'all uh, meeting new people like uh, new new people? Um. Mine is just kind of like I, I've I've taken a, a more active role in in reaching out and finding people, but still largely just a lot of uh, connections. Like uh, the homie, you know, Ramsey's introduced me to uh, Tahiri Walker, who is the sister of Angela Walker of Walkerware, and so I'm gonna try to get her on a podcast, and that's kind of a crazy get. You know, Walkerware was a huge brand in the '90s, and just to have her sister out here. Also, being a singer-songwriter that's popular in Japan and shit. So, mm. like, those are the type of connections I'm finding. It's like, also, I don't want to just reach out to, like, just random people sometimes. Like, you know, I don't know what that person is doing. They could be at Love Hotels every weekend. But, you know, the last <laughs> guest that I had on, Vinay Murthy, the, the comedian. Late, I think you know Vinay. Yeah, um, no doubt. You know, I I, I, I reached out to um to Alex, Alex Camp, and I was like, yo, who is, um who would you recommend to, to, um, to come have come on the podcast and he recognized he recommended Vinay so uh that's how I met Vinay and Vinay is introducing me to the people who do the uh what is it the the Tokyo Liars Club and so uh, I'll try to yeah. get the the woman that runs that on you yeah. know it's just it, it kind of the way we always did it but without like meeting that random person at In the hip hop event it's more word. or less like yeah no word, so word. basically that what about you, Cliff? I know you you scour. You were saying earlier you scour the internet and and also yeah, use your connections too. 
Yeah, that's that's always been, um, I guess, the, the different ways that I get guests. It's 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 partial, partial internet. Um, you know, following this person or um, kind of just come. You know, you know how social media, how uh, Facebook and Instagram suggest people to you. Um, like I'm, I'm real. Like, I guess I'm real. I say stalkerish in that way because like I'll. I'll look at something that a past guest has posted and then I'll see the comments and I'm, you know, I'll see people who comment. I'm just like, okay, who is this person? And then I click on this person. I'm like, oh, okay. I see. Okay. She's connected with her and, you know, oh, okay. I know this person that she's connected with. And, you know, I, I just kind of go through all of that. I just really do a lot of that um, as well as, you know, when you know pre-covid go to events and meet people so yeah and then now i got people um sending me messages um suggesting people so you know i, I don't i don't have a problem getting guests covid or no covid to be honest word that's dope yeah also late like a lot of the people that that i didn't know that are on our um our instagram and shit i'll be like who is this person and then I'll look and be like, oh, this is kind of like a cool person and shit. Maybe I should try to reach out to them. And you know what I mean? It's somebody that you knew that that we never had on the podcast or some shit like that. So it's, you know, the vibe, but just kind of. Yeah. There's a lot of people in Tokyo. Sometimes it feels like, man, I got more. I got more people to get on the podcast than I have time to do. And then other times it's like, you know, I don't have a guest for the next two weekends. And so I'm kind of like frantically oh maybe not frantically frenetically trying to find somebody now i just realized it this morning actually so i gotta you know you know what i mean like i will figure it out yeah, yeah. uh and yeah. then for me from oh my bad no nah, no nah, you're good no i was gonna say for me too it's um also yeah there's you know there's a lot of people to select from but i'm more i, I guess i'm more um inclined to reach out to a guest when they have when they have stuff on the internet on the internet for me to look at like when they have uh you know projects or information or businesses whatever um available for me to look at like you know i'm pretty sure that there are people doing some cool stuff that i don't know about but that's because they don't really promote themselves online so um, I'll be less likely to reach out to them because I, I just don't want to go to. I, I try not to just be in a situation where I don't know too much about them and I'm just kind of freestyling. I, I don't I don't I don't really feel comfortable um, doing that for episodes. I, I like to at least have a good understanding of what I want to focus on about them. You know what I'm saying? So. Also, also with like the frequency in which you're doing the podcast now, you you're it's easier for you to make those type of discretions. You know, like you're yeah. not trying to you don't have to release something every week, which is one of the things that like I've leaned back on. Like, oh, it's okay if this person like doesn't have a thousand plays on their Bandcamp or some shit. I'm just like, all right, mm. this is a person who's experiencing. Maybe I can frame the conversation in a way that something interesting comes from it. I had a bunch yeah. of rappers on uh, like last month and, you know, they're not big by any means, but they're, you know, they're, they're driven and, and uh, you know, with that, it's like, okay, let's just share some, some rapper cats who 
um, have interesting insight and they're, you know, a whole body of a whole wealth of experiences. So uh, I wish well, yeah, I could that, be more, you know, make more discretion, but you know, sometimes you just gotta, you know, pull up Bill Clinton and look out the door <laughs> and find my uncle. <laughs> that that, that can a, work too. I, I just think that's a bad way to fucking phrase it, right? <laughs> Shit. That should just remind uh, me of uh, Chappelle so much. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know shit, right? Oh, uh, fuck. Yeah, I mean, but I'll be, for I'll me, be if, you, that. if you could just find a story, you know, like, they don't have a ton tons of uh, things out there for me to look at, but, you know, if, if I can just find some type of story behind them that I find interesting, then yeah. You know, yeah. but you know, in most cases, it's because they have information available for me to look through. But yeah, yeah, word. Well, uh, what kind of music y'all been listening to? Yo, can, I ask, can I ask a question? What kind of music? Yo, y'all been listening I was to, man? just about to say that same exact fucking thing, man. Especially since uh, Cliff, you do or used to do like a lot of reviews and things with us. What's a uh, oh. Man, well, well Mega, Mega already know what I'm listening to. <laughs> yeah, he sent me that shit like every other day. What's that, that like, Conway? Yeah. Keep this Conway yeah. verse. <laughs> keep, this, keep this Conway. Well, yeah, yeah. I, I like, Yo, he's on fire this year. I like the, I, I, I like the, I like the new Conway album, definitely. Um, I, I would say for me in the last few weeks, it's been pretty much Conway and uh, my man Boldy, Boldy James. Mm. Yo, I like. I've been listening to them real hard. I like that album. I I just I don't know. It didn't connect with me, uh, like a lot of the other stuff. But it's a good album. Like I recognize Which it's one? a good album. What is it? The Price of Tea. You're talking in about China? the. Is that the name of it? Oh, that, 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 that yeah, that shit's dope. Yeah, that shit is dope. Yeah, I like that. And then you know you, you know he got a newer one too. The the Versace tapes. Oh no, nah, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, that's dope too. I don't know. It's just something about Bo- I, I like Boldy because I like, and you know, it's it's funny because like I, I, when I look back on it, I I didn't really have too many rappers that I liked that that wasn't from New York, um, um, like back in the day, um, with with the exception of like maybe Snoop. You know, I like Snoop um, and, and a few other cats, but it was mainly artists from New York. But um, you know, now these days I'm starting to like really dig a lot of other cats. You know, like I like Boldy. I really like Boldy. I, I just think he, you know, he, he kind of reminds me of Benny. Like he's just real like descriptive about, you know, his street stories and, you know, war stories and all that stuff. But and then he just has this kind of, I don't know, he just has that voice. Yeah. yeah he just kind of has that kind of, I don't know how you describe it, but it's real. He's got a dope style. Oh. Uh, yeah, he's got a dope style. And then, you know, you mix that with Griselda and the type of sound that they they produce. You know, the aesthetics of uh, West Side Gun. Yeah, so. That's what I'm listening yeah, to. I'm pretty, sure, too, I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure Mega got a whole list of people you've been listening to. Actually, not really, man. I mean, I've, I've kind of been leaning more on albums that I've liked earlier in the year. Uh, more, but I've been listening to the uh, to uh, the Black Noise album, which uh, Oblivion, which I think is really dope, and it's like a 
Black Noise is a, a producer, and so it's like got cats like Earl on there, Mike, um, Z Looper, and a lot of the kind of mm. more um, experimental MCs. But I like that album quite a bit, and um, yeah, man. Um, I'll, also, I've been listening to Aaron's album a lot. That's probably my favorite album this year, to be honest with you. Um, Aaron Show still got to check that out. Yeah. I, yeah, I like it, man. It's it's real jazzy. It's um, you know, uh, Daiichi is dope on it. Kojo's dope on it, and the tracks with like Abby Howlett and stuff. There, it's just I don't know. I like that one a lot. I think I think I listened to it once because it's been out for a while, right? Yeah, it came out probably in like February or March or some shit like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I listened to it once and I, and I was digging it and I just somehow forgot about it. But yeah, I'm gonna go check that out. Go download. Is it down? You can download it from like a Bandcamp or something? Yeah, de- definitely. Definitely. Okay. I, I'm at, I, Top Rock's got a new album coming out in November, so I'm mostly hype about that. And also, um, also, uh, Homeboy that Sandman's got good. a new album coming out, I think. Uh, yeah, yeah, both of those singles are good. Yeah, it's not, I actually, I don't like the um, the beat on on that Aesop joint, but a, a couple of the snippets that he's played from the album sound real dope. Yo, and he's the really... thing about the last two. Ah, uh, my bad. Now go ahead. Uh, I, w- I was just gonna say like the uh, the thing about the uh, the last album, like his joint with tobacco. It's like I don't care for those beats, so it's like. I wasn't feeling the album as much just even though i like the lyrics i just didn't listen to it because of the beats and um the new shit sounds the new single sounds kind of i don't like it but the 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 snippet the beats on the snippet sound dope so i'm hyped for that i was gonna say it sounds like he's really on some um uh not chiptune but like some 8-bit kind of sound right now yeah Especially, I don't know if you heard yeah. that uh, those joints he did for that video game, but they also kind of had that yeah uh, sound to them. I, I I thought it was dope. Though. Yeah, Freedom Finger, I think is the name of the yeah, shit. Yeah, something like that. The, the video game. Actually, those joints were really uh, I, good. I like those joints were tight. Yeah, I mean, I think his rapping now is more like it's easier to follow than it's ever been. He's a little bit more clear and concise with it um, than he's ever been. But uh, yeah, man, it's like I like Aesop over, you know, rap beats and uh, like the Furium Finger stuff. Like those beats are fine. Um, but the the tobacco shit, you know, tobacco is like analog 70s synth. And I just I, I can only handle that like so much. Mm-hmm. So Yeah, actually, I was thinking about it recently this year. Well, the lat- the latter half of the year has been a little weak to me. Um, yeah. Even release wise, like a lot of people haven't dropped. People are saying maybe Kendrick's gonna drop, but I don't know. Uh, but I hope he does. I just downloaded Title just to fucking listen to that uh, Makami finally. So I've been banging that uh, recently. What do you think about it, man? I only listened to it once because I had to pirate it, and you know I didn't add it to my phone, so I only listened to it on the TV, but. I, it didn't. Nothing jumped out at me immediately on the Makami shit. Yeah, I mean, it's not like uh, the joint he did with DJ Muggs or um, the uh, Wapcon George, where I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. Where you know there's some immediate bangers on there, but uh, I liked it. Uh, I put it into rotation, so 
when tracks come on i'm like oh yeah this shit is dope this shit is dope it's uh it's in my top five for sure this year and uh also i want to give a a shout out to fucking megaran megaran dropped one of my favorite joints of the whole year with um young rj from slum village that two hands up that shit is dope okay that shit is really dope. Megaran's mm. killing it right now. You know? Yo, he really is, man. He's, uh... I, I haven't been listening to him for a long, long time. I don't want to front like that. But uh, I want to say he's doper than he's ever been. Yeah, I, I mean, I like his music more than I ever have. Before, it'd be like a song here or there. But he's really kind of... I don't know. He's. I don't even want to say he's refined the crap. But I think he just kind of found, like... I don't know. He's just he's just hot he's right in the now. Pocket. He's he's, yeah. he's yeah, his 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 production choices and and his rhyming is just on point right now to make like a really great kind of uh cohesion. And yeah, that uh that Conway uh all the Conway that's come out this year and uh Logi. I've been on Logi this year. Word. Lemon squeeze, lemon squeeze. <laughs> yeah. Yo, Method Man is also killing it this year. Hey, he, yo, yo, he, he killed that. He murdered that. I gotta give Method props on that. I've heard quite a few people say that that's verse of the year for them, and I'm not going to disagree with that because I think Meth is better than he's ever been. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, I don't. You know, I'm not going to say which is number one, but I could definitely put that up there for verse of the year I, I would i would nominate that just because it spoke to it spoke right. to uh, you know a reality that we're living right now yeah. i mean uh, yeah. also um the the killer mike verse uh off of what is it walking in the snow very similar yes. type of content and okay. verse so yeah there's a i mean appropriately there's a lot of that energy right now yeah. Uh, Bobby yeah. Sessions dropped Revolution Three, which is a uh, pretty good. Also, Royce uh, is on it. I didn't check that out yet. Yo, I gotta uh, thank Shucks for putting me on to Bobby Sessions. I've been listening to him ever since. Yeah, man. Um, Shucks actually today. Um, he's got the like the twenty fifth or twentieth, twenty second anniversary of uh, music and strength. You know that thing that he started. In California, you know, decades ago, it's still been going strong with the younger members holding it down. And they've got an online mm. Zoom joint that's happening today that I was going to join in on. Um, so, yeah, shout out to Shucks, for real. Real OG. Word. Word. He, he's been posting, like, um, business cards from, like, old hip-hop events. So he's got, like, like Asia One's fucking business card for B-Boy Summit and shit from, like, 1996. Like, Shucks is a real fucking wealth of information for, like, the West Coast era of hip-hop stuff, man. Like, it, mm. I, 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 he he also wavers between, like, being enthusiastic about posting this content and not wanting to post it at all. And I wish it would be consistent, not, not for anything other than for my sake, because he has mad videos. Like, it, it yeah. is incredible how much information I saw a couple Shucks of them. I'm playing video games as we speak, and now that my family's gone, I'm in the living room shooting people and shit. <laughs> wholesome, wholesome. 
Well, yeah, man. Uh, I guess we could wrap it up. Word up. Word up. All right, man. Yo, well, it was uh, good talking to y'all, brother. Cliff, it was man. good. Yeah, catching up, chopping it up. No Word. doubt. Glad to see everybody's got their head on straight. Well, y'all are fine. Y'all are fucking fine. Yeah, I feel like um, we might survive this, man. We might. Yeah. Corona's like like Mega said. There's no more Corona here, man. We're good. We're good. See y'all at Tokyo Love Hotels. Word <laughs> <laughs> up. Catching Rona at, the, at a love hotel. Yeah, it's my whole vibe. <laughs> All right, two two seven for Zelda. Yeah. <laughs> All right, folks. <laughs> do, 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 do. Peace. Peace. Peace.